Welcome to New and In Between, hosted by me, Mia Quinn Maddox, where I'll be discussing the hows and whys to my journey towards my faith. I've learned through my highs and lows that this path is not mine to travel alone. Join me mid-journey as I embrace my wins, losses, and everything in between. Okay, I'm ready. Ready? Mm-hmm. What is love to you? What's love to me? What is love to me? What love is to me now? Uh, love is patient. Love is kind. It's not boastful. Doesn't That's the verse from the Bible. I don't know. It's very long. But what love is to me now is um, forgiveness. Love is patience. Love is compassion. It's more of an action than it is to me a, a feeling. To me, love is just... It is the, love is the hardest thing. It's the hardest thing to do. Yeah, I think love is the hardest thing to, to do because we think love is the feeling. We don't understand that love is, you still gotta love the people who hurt you, especially if it's your parents, your mom, your dad. Your, um, I mean, that's usually where your first hurt comes from and we still love them. But to me, love is, um, it's an act. It's 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 an act. It's it's for me. For me, it's me getting up and making the the decision to um, look past the mistakes that um, people have made or done to me, or just choose to just. Damn, I'm I'm trying to figure out the word to say. Love is more of an act to me than it is a feeling. Now, that's that's what I think. I mean, and the Bible says I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read the verse. It says, um, love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable and it keeps no record of being wronged. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful and endures through every circumstance. That's a lot of words. <laughs> That's a lot of words, and it kind of makes me cry because for so long, when you have the wrong interpretation of what love is, you chase nonsense, absolute nonsense you chase. Hold on, I gotta stop for one second. Yeah, I had to take a, a little breather for two seconds because I get overly emotional when when I really think about how much I've learned about what real love is. So to me, it's an act. It's, it's one of the hardest things to do when you really understand what it is from what, it, what you thought it was. So to me, love is it's the, it's the ultimate act. Yeah, and that's what love to me is, like the ultimate act. Do you have a love language? No. <laughs> um, so love languages, um, acts of service. I love for people to do things for me. Who doesn't? Gifts. I love a gift. And it's not necessarily that I love the most expensive gift. I love a thoughtful gift. Oh, I love a thoughtful gift. Words of affirmation. Who doesn't like to be told that they're great or they're beautiful or they're... So I love that. So we said acts of service, gifts, physical touch. I love physical touch. Words of affirmation. 
and quality time. I love all of those things. And I feel like <clears throat> I'm not going to limit myself to one language because I just read Love is Patient. You just saw all that that I read. So how can you limit yourself to one language? I want to be bilingual, okay? I didn't learn how to speak Spanish, but I want to be bilingual in love. I want all of the, all the languages of love, and I need you to speak all of them to me so that I can speak all of them back to you. So I, I can't say that I have one love language. I, lo I love them all. No one's perfect. I mean, no one is perfect, and I mean, everyone is not going to be able to give me you know, love me in every way that, that I need. But ultimately, if, like, say say I define my love language as um, gifts, right? And I meet a guy or I end up marrying a man who is cheap and never gives me any gifts. Does that mean he doesn't love me? But he he speaks life into me. He's patient with me. He's always forgiving me. He's allows me to be my myself. Like, would I give up? my one defined love language of gifts for everything uh, for everything else i think I, I would give up for everything else i i don't at this i think those love languages make you put your finger on something so that you could tell someone that they're not loving you in the right way cuz you don't really know what love is you don't give me no gifts you don't love me would you still love him the same if he wasn't able to provide all those gifts no, I would. You know, I because I don't have a love language. There's no. I'm, my love is not a language of those things. Those are all things that I love that are a part of love. But to me, if he couldn't give me gifts, not a big deal. But you couldn't. You 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 would have to definitely. Um, I, honestly, I I wouldn't even care. You know how many men I've dated that I love to death who never gave me nothing. No, I would definitely definitely would would love him the same. And I mean, it's not just, I don't feel like your love language is just um, according to a, a, you know, we're, we're thinking in the, in, the, in the state of a man. I don't have a man, so my, uh, you know, I, lo I love when my sister gives, when you give me gifts. I love when my mother gives me gifts. I love when someone texts me and say, says they're proud of me. I, I mean, these are all love languages if you want to define them as something. But if someone didn't give me a gift, it, it wouldn't make me love them any less. What is your biggest win? And loss in love. My biggest loss in love, my biggest loss in love, I would say, is not understanding love in order to love my father. That would that would be my. I'm gonna start crying again. No, I'm not. That would be that would be my my biggest loss in love, because for me, I thought that because he wasn't around or because he chose drugs that he didn't love me. And because he didn't love me, when he needed me, I didn't love him back. Forgive your parents. They just do what they can with what they know. And when you don't know their history or the whys behind the things that they've done or, or do, or why or how they are, you will make bad decisions. And that's one of my biggest losses and one of my biggest regrets, that I didn't understand love enough to look past the faults of my dad to support him through his addiction and to love him through his addiction because that's real love. When you can love someone through their worst parts, that's, that's real love. 
to love someone through their worst parts. They could do the worst things to you and you still love them. And this is like, I mean, and this is just not for a mate. This is your parents, your, your siblings. That was my, my biggest one. Like, I really wish that I understood what love was so that when he needed me to love him, I could. Because I'm sure that my dad probably passed away thinking that I did. Because I was mean. Ooh. <laughs> when you think someone doesn't love you, especially when it's, it's, it's a parent who you think, you think your parents are supposed to love you. That's just what you, you have a parent and your parent is supposed to love you. And that's just what it is. And no matter what your parent is going through or who your person parent is, we don't give them grace. We expect them to love us and we expect them to love us in the way that we see on television, the way that we see in movies, the way we hear in songs. Songs make you think love is just this, it's either the best thing ever or it's the worst thing ever. I'm going down. I was singing I'm going down. What year did um, I'm going down come out? 97. No, you can say it. You can talk. I'm not even... 97? 94. 94, I was 14. I could sing I'm going down from my soul. What did I know about I'm going down at 14? What boyfriend did I have at that time? Because the only perception of love that I had at that time was through... I thought the only way that you would be loved is with, with through through the opposite sex, through through a boy. Yeah. So my my biggest loss that would be my biggest loss. My biggest win in love is learning the understanding of what true love is, so that that I could act in that way now. So for me, it's like all right, if my mom doesn't say I love you all the time, or I I mean she not or I don't say it all the time, or doesn't mean that there's any less love from her. You know, it's like we think that it has to be told to us. Oh, I love you. Oh, you don't tell me that you don't. You love me. Oh, my parent never told me that I... I have friends whose parent, they, they're like, I've never had my mother tell me she loved me, or never had my father tell me she loved me. And I really think that they believe that their parents didn't love them, because we equate love to it being said to us. So it's like if my... If my love language is words of affirmation and I need you to, to, to tell me I love you all the time, the first time that someone doesn't, then I don't think they love me. So that's why I, don't, I really don't want to define my love in a language because then if someone doesn't give you a gift, are you going to love me less or am I going to love you less because you can't tell me I'm beautiful or, you know? How do you show love? I'm, I'm, that's something I'm learning. As I'm learning what love is, how I show love is by being forgiving, by being patient, by trying to be understanding, by giving grace. Um, I wanna, I want to be a person who is more affectionate, who hugs more, who speaks more. Um, you know, who could tell someone like, I, "I love you," or you know. I'm working on that. So how I how I love, I don't know. I'm learning. Some things work, some things don't. I feel like when I when I do things out of love, um, it makes me feel good. So I'm I know I'm going in the right direction. Cause you know when you do something wrong to someone, you feel it. So you know obviously where that's coming from. It's not a place of love. So for me, I'm learning 
um, and through my learning, I try different things here and there, but I try to be beyond forgiving, which is super hard. Um, but I feel like if I could look past someone's faults or something that they've done to me, or that's it's still an act of love. And it's not necessarily to say that I have to be in love with that person or love. Oh, uh, you know, but I feel like if you can't pick and choose, either you love everyone or you love no one. I don't believe it's like either you forgive everyone or you forgive no one. When you pick and choose, then, you know, I don't think you really grasp the concept of what it is that you're doing. If you pick and choose when, when like, if you, you know, it's like, yeah, I, I just, I, I don't think you pick and choose. So this is the thing about um, physical, like physical, we think sex equates to love, right? I have a boy's mentality, a mindset of a boy, because I was the only girl amongst the boys. I'm, my, me and my, so I have a cousin, Sean, who is, so it's me, my sister, and my cousin, Sean. I'm closer in age with Sean, so I end up hanging out with Sean and his friends all the time. So in the midst of hanging out with Sean and his friends all the time, you pick up the ways of the boys. So for me, I'm still a girl, but I have, I've picked up boy, um, um, I guess, mentality, right? So for me, I think love equates to sex. So if I have sex with you, then you should love me, right? And a lot of the times we think that if we are, if we have great sex together, oh my God, it's such a, that we have a connection. It's not a connection. It's a feeling. And this is why I say for me, I had to get the mindset of love is not a feeling out of my mind because when we think feeling, we think feeling like, ooh, I mean, we've all had great sex with somebody. Could that be considered love? Yeah, 100%. But when you're in it, you don't really understand. And when you don't understand love, you definitely don't understand lust. And we don't understand, you know, you don't, you don't pick up that. And then, you know, love is meant to happen in a marriage. Sex is ha meant to happen in a marriage. And then when I learned that understanding, like the reason why God makes sex to be in a marriage, because sex is, it's, First of all, women were given the capability of giving birth. There's nothing in this world, there's nothing on this planet except for a female that could give, create a whole new being and push it out and it grows into us. So that's the ultimate gift, dad. And then just the connection, you, you have sex with people, you, have, you connect to them. It's supposed to be a connection. It's supposed to be something sacred. It's supposed to be something that creates life is supposed to be something that you and the person that, you know, that, that you've decided to make, um, you know, spend the rest of your life with. This is something that the, the two of you are supposed to do together. It's supposed to be that important. When you're overexposed or not taught the meaning of love and then you start to have sex or you, you, those, you get those feelings or, or just not learning how to control yourself um, or just thinking that if, if this person is not, you know, I, 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 I ask myself sometimes because I've been exposed so sexually, would I be able to marry a man that had, that, that did not like that was bad in bed? And I used to be like, no, if you asked me that before, I used to be like, absolutely not. No, absolutely not. Hell no. <laughs> Hard no. Hard no. But it's not, for me now, it's, it's different because if I really love someone, it won't just be the physical act of sex. It'll be more intimacy of other things. And I'm sure that when, you know, 
when you're in a different mind space, you attract different things. So I'm sure whoever God gives me, you know, I hope, let's pray. I mean, I really would love it. I'm not saying that it doesn't matter because to me it does because I've been exposed to it already. So I have something to gauge it on. When you don't have anything to gauge it on, then there's nothing for you to compare it to. So if you don't, if you've never had sex and the only person you have sex with is your husband, who do you have to compare it to? He is the best thing that you've ever had. She is the best thing that you ever had because you've never had anyone else. When you give yourself comparison, when you start to um, test, taste different things, then you have something to compare it to. And it's never going to taste the way you feel it is in your mind, the best sex you had or, or when the person you feel like you love is not giving you, giving you the best sex of them. And then what happens is then you step out. And that's not doing anything because giving you that feeling, that physical feeling for what, however long, 10, 20, 30 minutes, whatever the case may be. But then you're attached to someone that you don't love or you have the wrong interpretation of what, you know, it's, it's just it's so many things. But for me, it's like I thought that, all right, he likes me. I like him. I thought that if we had sex and the sex was bomb, it meant that we was meant to be together. Like, oh, he loves me. Like, he's just, I'm I'm just, our bodies are talking to each other. And then uh, he cheats on me. So that feeling, that, that, that intimacy or that oneness that I thought we had, you give to someone else. So now I feel like you don't love me because you cheated on me. When it's not that you don't love me, is just that you haven't really learned the concept of sex and what, why, why we're not supposed to so that we don't end up doing that. Because you know, when you cheat on someone, and I'm only saying this because I, I, was, I, I've, I was a major cheater. <laughs> cheater. Cheater, like, and secretly, like, deadly with it. Ooh, deadly with it. Yeah, for sure. It's definitely dead. But for me, I loved all of them the same. And this is where the difference between me being a girl with boy, um, you know, a boy. I picked up things from, you know, picked up things from being around the boys all the time. So I, I don't know. I, I just had, I just had a weird, a, a super weird per, uh, perspective of it. But love is not making love like how they say I'll make love to you like you want me to. <laughs> What's the song? And I hold you tight all through the night. <laughs> That's the songs that we hear that we look for. Oh, hold me all night. He loves me. Well, no, he can hold you all night and go home to his girlfriend. Or he can hold you all night and go home to his wife. Or he can hold you all night and still leave. You know, it's, it's, it's those things with the miseducation of love for me. Those are the things that bring that brought heartache, betrayal. And I mean, don't get me wrong. I've been cheated on. But the crazy thing about being cheated on is that it didn't hurt any less being that I was the cheater. You think you've experienced real true love from a from a mate? No, because I don't believe that someone who um, I mean, and not not that I don't believe that someone who really loves you can't cheat on you because people do make mistakes and and um, you know that's the the whole point of forgiveness. But for me, in order, I mean, I, I don't even want to even think about if I would what I would have to do because I don't want to go. I, I hope that the person that I meet has an understanding of love and has an understanding of betrayal and, and respects himself and has a love for God enough to know that it's going to change the dynamic of our relationship forever and not for good.
So, um, but no, I, I don't, I could honestly say like, I, I thought I, I thought I was, I thought many times I might've been deeply in love. I mean, when my heart breaks, I think I'm deeply in love, but I mean, I, I, I do feel like some, no, I've never, I've never, with my understanding of love now, no. Back then? Oh yeah. <laughs> I was in love a, a thousand times, a thousand times deep to my soul. I love him in my core. I want to breathe him. Yeah, but no, that ain't. That's not what it is. <laughs> that's not what it is at all. So I can I can say, no, in a mate. Um, have I experienced real love? Yes, from my nephews when they were little. They just love you. You're the coolest thing to them. They just love you. And I have cool nephews because you could yell at them or they could get in trouble about something, and then a few minutes later they're fine. They weren't like grudge holders, like, you know how some kids, you they get a B in and then you you probably not going to be able to talk to them for the rest of the day or they got an attitude for the rest of the day. But then, too, you know, it's funny because I, I sitting in my house on strike for so long, paying attention to my cats. Cats are like that. Are like that. You, I could yell at my cat. I could pop him in the butt. And in two seconds, he don't even remember. He's climbing right back in my lap to purr or just to, to, to be loved or to, to give love. I feel like animals are the epitome of what love is, you know, because they don't have that mindset. It's simple. 